Hello, podcast listeners. This is Patty and Sam. And this is my first time. A real housewives tale. <laughs> we remembered this time. And I love the way you said that with so much love. A real housewives. <laughs> did I did I do that? Um I can't spend a day. It's been <laughs> like two days in one. Anyways, I don't know if you guys noticed, but we upgraded our equipment. Do we sound professional as book? Leave a comment or rate based on our uh, audio quality. You know what? I'm going to absolutely set up a Twitter this weekend. So next podcast, we can provide that information to contact us. And that was the sound of Patty opening up. A Bud Light Seltzer. Yeah, it's a Bud Light Seltzer strawberry, courtesy of Sam's apartment. Um, Sam, what are you drinking? I am drinking a sweet red wine. Do you know the brand? Nope. <laughs> Is it good? I like it, yeah. Oh, okay, all right. That's all that really matters. Um, so we are back. Um, I shit you not, kid you not, I got a text message. I think it was Wednesday or Thursday from Samantha. I've never called you Samantha. But I, know, this, I was like, this is so formal. <laughs> but I got a text message from Sam. Oh, my God. Season two. And I was like, I know. Right. And uh, we are back now so that we can get over and, and just record season one reunion so we could get to season two. Yeah. I needed to do this because I'm a woman obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> I want to keep watching. Uh, because we are here for you, and Sam's trying to do her best to abide by the rules. Um, so I think we should just get into it. All right. The reunion. The reunion, season one. As I said last podcast, it's worth saying again, Andy Cohen looks so cute and young. I know he's a baby. Um, but, okay, so the reunion, they really... Uh, so for no, for anyone who hasn't watched Real Housewives, the reunion is where all of the ladies get together with Andy Cohen and discuss what happened during the season. Um, and he does ask tough questions. There's, I feel like questions that, no questions off limit. Mm. Um, he really brought up things that I was not expecting him to bring up. Even um, asking the Manzos about mafia ties oh yeah fair okay before you watched the reunion did you have any expectations of what was going to happen i i anticipated there to be a lot of tension which i feel that was. that was met <laughs> yeah. um i thought that uh, danielle would kind of play the fool and be like i don't know what you're talking about you guys did all of this to me mm-hmm. what other what other opportunity because I, I figured they'd be really mad about when she brought up the book and when she did the thing she did because it really was shitty timing yeah and weird to do it when the whole family's there kids are there husbands there um and so i knew that that would be for sure something that was addressed um and i figured danielle would be like well, what other opportunity did i have like mm. she was gonna find a method to justify it so they start off the the reunion talking about that talking about that night and the so the I found Danielle's reasoning for having the kids in the room was really off. So she talks about how like well I want to put my kids in there so that in any situation they know how to handle themselves. And then it became, you know, well, I wanted them out, but the producers didn't let them. Or, like, it was just, it was a, it was an ever-evolving list of reasons. Yeah. I think she contradicted herself a lot in that explanation, but then also just throughout different interactions we've seen with her. Yeah. She has this, um, I, I don't think she's bad mom, I want to make that clear, but... Mm-hmm. She does have this notion of herself as being some sort of like super mom. Totally. And she always talks about protecting her kids and being there for her kids and her kids are kids are kids. So it's really weird to put your kids in a situation where you are not well liked and you are being yelled at and you are considered the the shithead of the situation. I can tell you I would feel so uncomfortable and I would not want to be there. As a young kid, as a 12-year-old, 14-year-old, uh-huh. and watch my mom 
be yelled at. Be I would feel, yeah. yeah. Also, the little meow was my newest foster. She's a kitten. She's eight weeks, and her name is India. She's so cute, and she's very well behaved. She is. She's recovering right now. She has an upper respiratory infection and an eye infection. So, um, adopt, guys, because there are a lot of animals out there. Adopt, foster, get involved, donate. Vote while you're at it. And that was her cutest little sneeze. It was so cute. She has that infection. Um, literally, she's only like a foot. Anyways, all right, back to it. Um, oh, also, before we, we, we dive deep, hi, Ryan, I promised I'd give you a shout out. Um, my brother's now listening to the podcast and he's the bestest human being ever. It's true, I've heard great things. He's pretty great. He's pretty pretty great. Um, Anyways, so um, the table flip they did talk about, and my understanding from Teresa is that because Danielle said pay attention, that's the reason why she went bananas. I agree. I think that Teresa felt like her intelligence was being insulted, and I think that that was really the breaking point for her. You got that? Yeah. Really? I, I thought that. Did, was, did you not think that? or No, I just thought that she was just angry from the start. She was running red at the beginning. Well, she was, she was annoyed for sure, but I thought she did a really good job when uh, Danielle first walked in to try to include her in the conversation. Mm. Um, and I think, I think the reason that Teresa talks about her sex life so much is the same reason, like, we all tell embarrassing stories. I feel like I actually am very similar to Teresa in this way. I will share like personal intimate details if I find things awkward just to like neutralize the room and talk about something that for everyone they can laugh at. And I don't mind being the the butt, the butt of the joke if it makes the room more comfortable for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what she was doing. And then I think for her, she went out of her way to invite somebody she doesn't really like Somebody her friends doesn't really like. And she tried to involve her in conversation. And then she kind of had the audacity to, I think, I think, insult her intelligence by being like, pay attention. Like, essentially, I think what she was saying was like, can you keep up with us? Yeah. I I didn't get that, but you have a really good, yeah, I I didn't get it. I I just, uh, I thought that Teresa was this, like, hot-tempered Italian lady and Danielle was just pissing her off, and I didn't, I didn't get the, the intellectual part. Now that you're talking about it, I understand. That's, that's at least how I took it when I watched it, mostly because I, I felt like I could see what Teresa was doing because I think I would do something similar. Not a table flip. I was just going to say, Sam, you're going to flip a table? I've never seen that i got to be honest. I don't know how heavy was that table. Like, I'm kind of impressed. <laughs> it looked... And there were things some on prop- it. Like, they have money. That's probably some real wood there. That's not plywood. No, that's, that's real. Cedar. That was yeah. a real table. That's some oak right there. <laughs> yeah. And there was, like, plates and stuff on top of it. So there's, like, an added weight to it. Yeah. I'm, I mean, anyways. So I, I don't know if Andy... Well, I think that he tried to be a neutral arbiter between all of the females, like, all of the women. Mm-hmm. But... I, I think what he's trying to talk about with Danielle is like, can you see why these women think you're crazy? Yeah. And it's amazing how she does not. Yeah. She doesn't at all. Um, I thought that Danielle throughout this entire thing really tried to be likable I don't know what other way to say it like Uh she I I appreciated in the reunion that she talked a lot about she didn't like what she saw of herself she wants to grow she wants to change she wants to be better she apologized for things I thought that was really really good I was impressed with that um I think as we'll get to later in this discussion it was the end of um of the reunion that I think just showed what game she was playing Okay, do you want to get to it now? Your applause or dignity? Well, it was, um, it was when Caroline um, was just saying, I can't forgive you. You know what you did. Um, oh, okay. So what, ow, oh, your claws, my love, is. Yeah, she's got a little baby shark claws. Yeah, they really hurt a lot. So yeah. you are not going to be 
here anymore. Don't mama. There you go. Um, sorry about that, guys. Um, I think we're continuously going to be, be stopping when Sam has animals. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's totally fine. So what Sam, I think, is referring to is that Danielle had um, tried to take um, Dina? Dina. Dina's child away from her. Yeah. Cause I, so we, cause they don't expressly say what occurred in the reunion. So it had to be looked up afterwards. And what we discovered was that, um, I guess Danielle contacted, um, Dina's ex, the father of her child. Um, and he had originally signed off on allowing her to appear on the show. Um, Lexi. I think is her name right mm-hmm. and um and then i guess like as things went on he started to become a little uncomfortable with it i don't know how danielle could have caught oh could have caught wind of that um but i guess she did and and she she contacted him she tried to get him to revoke his permission she tried to um really interfere in that family life i guess she made phone calls uh claiming a abuse it sounds like Mm -hmm. and trying to get cps involved to take her daughter away making false police reports i mean it was i I wouldn't forgive somebody for doing that to a family member either i mean that's 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 sadistic in my opinion i mean it's one thing to be fighting with each other on a tv show and i understand this is reality television so we want it to be real but to me like no matter what there's always going to be a little bit of done for the television show yeah i mean it's not like for like keeping up with the kardashians for example i'm sure there are plenty of family meetings we're not in on yeah yeah. um and so i just thought wow you this really shows in my opinion your mental capacity and your, your stability if you're carrying this grudge to that level mm-hmm. i mean fuck's sake all you all that happened was they didn't like you and they didn't want you around and a book that they didn't write was brought to their attention and like normal human beings they talked about it mm-hmm. if i found out that somebody in my friend circle had been accused of and convicted of the crime she was and had the type of colorful past that she had mm-hmm. of course i would talk about it with people that's that's a story yeah i mean if somebody came into my life with such a colored I would absolutely tell Sam about it. I mean, who wouldn't, right? You wouldn't. Nobody's like, uh, this is a something I better keep to myself, even though it's a published work. Like, <laughs> right. And I and I love when she when she's like, I didn't seek this out. I didn't find it. And I think during the reunion, Andy was like, uh, so <laughs> like you're on reality TV. Obviously, it's gonna be found. Yeah. And the thing is, is I thought it was so strange that she kept saying stuff about like them investigating her yeah. only because I'm like, well, it's not as if, at least from what I know, they hired some sort of private eye to follow you around and, and gather dirt. They read a book. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, so for the season one reunion, um, I found a really great resource on Reddit. Okay. <laughs> um, dishing about season one reunion. And Danielle's biggest gripe about Dina was that she forged her ex-husband's signature, I guess, on the... Or whoever Lexi's dad is. Um, so that Lexi's on the, like, on the show. But apparently you only need one signature in order for that child to be on TV. Is that federally or is that state? I, well, I would assume that it's, um, that it's a state. So it's, it's based on, you know... Because Hollywood standards, like California standards, are going to be different from New Jersey. But if you have one parent, I think that is sufficient. Hmm. I guess I don't know. Personally speaking, I don't know that I would love it if I say no and one parent says yes, and then it's like, well, you're SOL. Yeah, but I guess the same thing would be if, like, you move and there's nothing in the in a plan saying that you that you couldn't take your kid out of state or whatever, you know? Yeah. Well, um. There was definitely some moments of levity and joy in this reunion. It wasn't all infighting. Um, 
we saw Teresa with her kids, more footage of that, and mm. it was adorable. God, her kids are so cute. Of course, they talked about her bubbies. Yeah. Um, and some heavier moments was Jacqueline talking about all the miscarriages that she went through and um that's really sad yeah I I think the 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 moment of the reunion that really I don't know it didn't it didn't sit well with me was was the moment where Andy confronted Danielle about the effect that she was having on Jacqueline's life and Andy goes, um, you know, there's there's fighting between Chris and Dina, and Chris and Jacqueline. Like, what do you think about that? You know, you're playing a huge part in this. And Danielle goes, well, there must have been more before my interaction with this family. And it's like, well, what if there wasn't? What what if it is all you? Like, what what do you have to say to that? And she's just not even taking any responsibility at all for, you know, what's going on between this family that she helped cause. Maybe she's not the only cause, but she I, helped cause. I did think that her comeback personally was a little bit legit though, because I mean, to think that you being friends with somebody in their family could cause that much strife mm -hmm. is a bit surprising. I guess so, but I also would... But knowing the backstory now of what Danielle did, it definitely changes things. But I think more so I would take it from, from that perspective. Like, what if a friend of yours is telling you you're causing issues in my marriage? Even if there was stuff that was happening behind the scenes that you didn't know about, as my friend, wouldn't you say... Let me do what I can to try and alleviate whatever it is that I need to alleviate. You know what I mean? Like, what what can I help with? Yeah, I think that a real friend, if you're told you're causing problems in my marriage, would probably try to fix that. I also would wonder how real a friend that is to be causing problems. Yeah. Um, but I think that that... I, Danielle wasn't her friend, so I'm sure she felt, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like... And I think to some degree it probably made her a little happy because she goes on about like, you guys don't know how good you have it. Like all I want is a family. Mm -hmm. um, I actually kind of thought that part was a little bit sweet um, when she was, I don't know, saying just enjoy your family and be grateful. Mm -hmm. And I have to admit, I did soften to Danielle a little bit as she was talking about her past and um, coming from... A, mother who got pregnant with her at 14 birth at 15 she was adopted not a great family life mm -hmm. was molested it sounds like and possibly raped was mm. it from a young age on by a someone close to her yeah um i mean how do you not feel for that right um i hate i hate to say this because this is not something i think society should do I want to make that clear we should just believe people when they're saying this mm. horrific stuff mm -hmm. but watching Danielle throughout the season the thought did flash through my mind of I wonder if any of this is exaggerated you know to make people feel sorry for her because she is still very disliked mm -hmm. but I also thought that she came across very genuine so I'm not entirely sure um I don't know because I knowing what I know about her I don't know about that I just don't believe her I think she's a liar you don't believe like the story she told about her past no it's not that I don't believe the stories about her past I guess I just I just don't really like her I'm gonna say it I, I believe the stories about her past I think that she experienced trauma but I just don't like her. Here's the thing. I really started off, as you know, rooting for her. It was like rooting for the underdog is how I saw it. You were rooting for her? Well, I wanted to see the best in her because everybody kept saying how horrible, horrible, horrible she is. And as somebody who's never watched this and I guess probably doesn't know the backstory you know, sure. I was like, this is the underdog. Like, I'm going to see the good in her. And she's made it difficult. <laughs> 
to say the least. Yeah. Yeah. I, but she's not an easy underdog to like. Um, so early on, and I, so Bravo, when we were first doing reunions, and by we, I mean me as well, because I've been in the Bravo universe for a very long time. Um, but they used to do blogs on bravo.com. Yes, they were talking about their blog. Yeah, back when Bravo was a baby. And Danielle wrote a blog. And um, you can hear typing of keys. That was me trying to find the blog post. But she does write a blog post. Blog or blog? Blog. Blog. Okay. She does. Wow, the more you say it, that word just loses all meaning. Blog. 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 <laughs> Uh, she does write a post on bravo.com. Um, this is June 25th, 2009, so I think it just came out after the reunion. Would you like me to read it? I would love to hear it. Okay. Uh, Danielle, stop. I'm not going to do a dramatic read because I don't want to. Um, <laughs> so this is what she says. I will be happy to add to my post after I've been able to view the final reunion episode. However, at this time, I would like to address two things. One, I really do believe that when someone is talking from their heart that everyone should pay attention. Everyone's voice, de everyone's voices de deserves to be heard. I still do not think that the ladies cared what went on in my life. Thankfully, I'm in a much better place. Two and a half decades ago, I was involved in a plea bargain. There were seven or eight charges brought against me. I did probation for five years. Instead of dwelling on the past, I would appreciate it more if everyone focused on what I have done for the two and a half decades since. I appreciate everyone's support, and I can sincerely promise you that I will always stay true to who I am. I will appreciate the long, I appreciate the long and difficult journey it has been to get here. I have two incredible daughters, loyal friends whom I trust, and the most amazing support group behind me. I hope the ladies will learn something from this. I never want to behave the way that they have. It's easy for them to judge me. Sam's head just like looked at me. Okay. Um, but no one is allowed to address the things that have gone on in their lives. They have a double standard. They are hypocritical. They have been venomous. I will no longer accept it. Okay. I want to go on and do big things with my life. I want to move on from the past, but I will not back down. When I'm attacked, believe me, I will attack back. I don't appreciate how they are still so focused on taking me down. I only wish they would leave, leave my life for me to live. That's a weird sentence. As for the end of the reunion, when, Carol, when Caroline says such horrible things to me, I had no idea at the time what disgraceful act she was referring to. I only found out later what she was talking about from someone in her own family. I simply gave a phone number to an ex-brother-in-law to contact proper people with questions that he had concerning something that was absolutely none of my business. I was asked to give this information to him. If I had to do it again, I would have declined and preferred not to get involved. But I think my minimal involvement did not justify Caroline's behavior towards me. How dare they sit in judgment of me? Question mark, capital M-E. There is only one God, and I don't see God in their eyes. I can, wow. only, <laughs> I can only hope God is in their hearts. Thank you for all those who have given me continuous support and love. With all of my heart, I'm grateful for this experience. Love and light, Danielle. Oh, okay. XOXO Gospel. There's so much to unpack there. <laughs> um, are we recording still? Um, yeah, there's so much to unpack there. Um, first of all, I gotta be honest, like, maybe she is really, really religious. I don't know. But, fuck, it's getting... It, <laughs> like, she just is coming across as if she's holier than thou. And, Danielle, like, that is such a bullshit comment to stay say. Like, I can't see God in their eyes. Like, I gotta be honest with you. I've, I have some very, very kind, sweet religious friends, devoutly religious... I don't see God in their eyes either. I don't think it's something you can look at somebody and know. It's not She's not the fucking thing. Pope. Yeah. Like, well, I don't even think Pope Francis can look at you and think God's in your eyes. For sure. No. It's Isn't not, that something your soul kind of it's not a tattoo. shows at the end, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, 
Okay, so there is a lot to unpack here. One, I think, so in the blog post, she said that she hasn't, she hasn't watched the final episode of the reunion, so she must have written it after it was filmed, right? Yeah, I would think so. And so before she, it aired, and yeah. so she's referring to the fact that Carolyn calls her garbage, which, quite frankly, I think if okay. So in in the reunion, Carolyn Carolyn calls her garbage because of what she did to Dina, and as an older sister, I think sister, she was in the right. Dina, Car- Car- Caroline, I think so too. I if somebody came from my family and and tried to ruin somebody's life that significantly, I mean my sister doesn't have kids, but if somebody made false reports about my cousin trying to take their kids from them, I think they're a pretty shitty person too, and I would say it. I don't think I would just say garbage. I think it would be like more I, than that. I agree. I think she I think she tried to hold it back. I think she was like, I'm gonna try to be classy about this on TV. Yeah. Um but her, it was a justified anger. I think so. And the weird thing is is like doesn't Danielle use the word like despicable acts mm-hmm. in her own blog post? So she agrees that their depiction of what she did, even though she disagrees with it. But nonetheless, their depiction would be despicable. So it seems weird to me that she thinks that they're so out of line for this image of her. And it's like, but you agree that it's despicable acts. I mean, you can disagree on the facts, but nonetheless, their version of it, what they have in their head that you did, is despicable. Yeah. And who, okay, so I don't agree that you should stand in judgment of somebody because they have a criminal record. I mean, there are some really great folks that have a Dewey on the record or whatever. I don't think it makes them despicable. But what I will say is that you're, you're blowing it out of proportion. They had a judgment that, you know, you had done a criminal whatever and they were I don't even know if they were bringing it to her to their to her attention. I think they just it was gossip, and then she blew it out of proportion, like they were in judgment of her when they were just bantering about it. But here's the thing: like I don't, I think she was embarrassed by what that book contained, and she wanted a different image to exist of herself. Yeah. And so I think she was taking out her personal frustrations that the book exists in the first place right on them but she's taking it out on the wrong person she's got to take it out on the man who wrote the book and honestly she's not fucking taking responsibilities for her past behavior no and i and i find it really disingenuous that all she's saying is oh well i did probation that means you were convicted danielle you were convicted of this that means that you agreed and you pled to um holding somebody and beating the shit out of them and not giving them food or water for three days. So here's what I want to know. She demands these apologies from them all the fucking time and thinks they're the worst people in the world and blah, 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 blah. Did she ever apologize to the man that she uh, held for ransom? Like, I wonder. I mean, I don't know. I find it all disingenuous. I find her disingenuous. And I just think that the way that she handled her relationship with Jacqueline was just so fucking problematic. To meddling with Ashley, to meddling in her, in her, um, to Ashley's, uh, not Ashley, into Jacqueline's friendship, I mean, marriage to Chris. I don't know, the whole thing just rubbed me totally the wrong way. Yeah. And I gotta say, I don't think that she even knows the truth anymore. I get the impression she's one of those people who has told herself a story she wants to believe over and over and over so many times to the point that she doesn't know what the reality of the situation was anymore, like how she is perceived to others because she has convinced herself that she is always in the right and she is in the the victim and they're always the ones doing it to her and that she's not done anything to anyone. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I completely agree. Um, but I, I do want to um, kind of uh, talk about the reunion and the viewers' comments. Yeah. Sometimes they can be a little rough. They what? were harsh. I also, um, 
I actually have to give kudos to Andy Cohen when he the, the gay thing came up, you know, oh, about yeah. what Joe Teresa's husband said about the gay lord comments and um and I still feel like it was fair for Danielle to say you shouldn't be saying that stuff mm-hmm. and that it's offensive. Um and then Teresa goes on and on about how one of her friends is gay and was there watching it with them when it aired and was laughing and was like, oh my God, if you're offended by that, you're an idiot. And I kind of like the fact that Andy Cohen was like, well, then I must be an idiot then because I thought it was offensive and I'm gay. Mm-hmm. And she does say, well, like, if it offended you, I'm sorry on behalf of my husband, but she keeps trying to defend him. And I think that's a big mistake. Mm-hmm. I think just take your licks and say like, you know, he he's not a homophobe, but I could see how these comments would be Offensive, and it's something that we've talked about and we're working on. Yeah. To not say anymore. Yeah. And I apologize. It it just it did really also come off as disingenuous that particular moment from her. Yeah. With the constant defense. Um. So the. You know, for me, the one thing that I that I found so cute about this season or about the reunion is because you know the the final episode ends right and then there's obviously a period of time well in that time there's two ladies that got pregnant yes we've got two beautiful ladies expecting new babies yes and i love how when they talk about when they talk about Teresa getting pregnant, they're like, is it because of the boobies? <laughs> I know. Sam, can you say boobies again? Because it was so funny. Boobies. Okay. I love it. <laughs> I want to refer to them that way forever. Boobies? Boobies. Um, also, Jacqueline is like very pregnant. Very pregnant. Like I was concerned, are we about to witness the birth of a child right now? Yeah. What do we think about the outfits of the women? Because the Real Housewives reunions really become about the outfits and how amazing they are. Um, I think that they seem very of the time. Like they really are probably incredibly trendy for the time that they were mm. filmed in. Um, Caroline's outfit reminds me a little bit of Sex in the City mixed with a little bit of Breakfast at Tiffany's. Really? Yeah. Like the shape and the pearls and the colors and... Uh, do you see it? I guess I do. I just didn't like I think that it was way... Pink it's, is not her color. No, I'm not saying it's my favorite outfit of the ladies on there. Mm-hmm. But... I, I feel like she's the one that at the time was the least of the time, if that makes oh, sense. Oh, sure. I um I think that the reunion solidified my crush on Dina. Yeah? Yeah, I thought her outfit I, was really nice. Also, she was just like a kind soul in the reunion. Like, she's the one who had stuff done to her mm-hmm. from Danielle regarding her child, and she's the one that said, I will forgive you. Mm-hmm. And we can move on. Move on, and um, I hope to see you continue to do well. Like I, that's a pretty big. I don't know. I. It takes a lot to forgive somebody. I mean, especially because you're doing it for the other person. So, and it's hard to see that when you're in anger. Yeah, I think um, I know. We learn that she's a pretty spiritual person. It seems, and I was like, wow, that I. I. I feel like it was on display in that moment. I think she doesn't seem like a phony. She seems like somebody who's really, really trying to be a good person. Did you get that? Did you get the Dina at the reunion um, to the Dina in the season? No. Okay. I think that the Dina at the reunion seemed far more enlightened and calm and less catty. Than the Dina of the show who was like, why is she so obsessed with me? Does she want to wear my skin? Like last year's Versace. Yeah. Best one ever. Um, yeah, I, but I think that maybe the Dina of the season was trying to get to the Dina of the reunion. But all of the stuff kept bogging her down. I can see that. I can see that um, 
Yeah, when somebody is constantly trying to pull you down, it's hard to rise above them. Right. And it's hard to be a bigger person all the time. I mean, oh, yeah. How many times have you and I, you know, wrestled around in the mud with people? Because we're like, you're a piece of shit. Right? I'll be petty. I'll be as petty as the best of I know that. Petty bitch. <laughs> yeah. I really will. Um, I think we both will. I mean, there are times where I've been really petty. Sometimes they deserve it. Sometimes they do deserve it, especially if they're prosecutors. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways. Um, I do also, really quick, I have to say before we move on about the outfits, that jewelry is so freaking huge and chunky. Oh, my God. It is also very of the time, and it now just reminds me of something incredibly gaudy and, like, I don't know, like a... Like, the necklace that um, Jacqueline's wearing, it's like, it reminds me of a wrapper. It's huge. It's huge. So, okay, let's break it down. Dina is wearing a blue dress with gold necklace, gold everything. She, she I mean, her hair and makeup looks fantastic. Fantastic. But it's too much gold. And, okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but I just wouldn't wear gold with blue. Like, I guess it looks okay, but I just wouldn't put pair that together. No, I, I don't think that's the problem for me. I think it's the thickness of the items. Mm. It's too hefty for you? Mm-hmm. It's too um, girthy? Woo! <coughs> 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 that one got her. That got me. Yeah. Um, Do you need some water? You know, I love talking about girth with you. Uh, well, that's uh, not a podcast. <laughs> Our moms listen to this, potentially. Um, I'd like a sandwich, Patty. Gone. <laughs> oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. My mind went another direction. Anyways, <laughs> love you, Mom. I love you love so you, much. Love you, Mom. Goodbye. Um, I also do think Danielle looked really good. I think Danielle always looks good. I don't... Well... Ish. I mean, I think that she looked good for a reunion, yeah. This was one of the more age-appropriate dresses <laughs> we've seen her in. Fair. Um, okay, so the one thing in the reunion when they're showing clips and then they see the reactions from people, like, you could tell that there's still some tension when they show the, the table flip scene mm-hmm. because all of them look so funny pissed off it was hilarious and just uncomfortable like that yeah oh this is the elephant in the room yeah um so just as a just as a foretelling for the rest of the the series the franchises um you see Teresa and danielle sitting on the same side of the couch and couch position is is pretty um Okay, so in the rest of the reunions, for, for not just New Jersey, but like the rest of the series, like the Real Housewives, um, couch position is really telling. About who's friendly and... Yeah. So you can tell who's friendly and who's on whose side based on the positioning of the couch. Well, then that's very confusing because Teresa's next to Danielle and we yep. left we left off with a table flip. I think that they're okay enough to sit on the same side of the couch, but I don't think that they sit on the same side of the couch ever again. I also wonder if there was, like, it's just visually nice looking at a family sit together. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if there was a little bit of that. Maybe. And I also think that, like, Caroline's not going to sit. Caroline's not going to sit with Danielle right now. No. Neither is Dina. No, and I'm sure that both of them were, because Jacqueline's in the middle, and I'm sure part of the other logic was like, okay, we can both uh, grab her when we need to stand up and help her up, because she is about to pop. She is. I think she's, like, due at that time, like, of the reunion. I think she's due. Yeah, they even talk about, like, do you have a nurse here? And she said yes, and they were like, where's the closest hospital? Like, do you know where that nurse is from where you're sitting? I mean, I trust Andy Cohen to deliver a baby. Um, not my baby. <laughs> Maybe your baby if you want to. Not my baby, but like, wouldn't that be an entertaining reality show where Andy Cohen just goes and do- does like different jobs? Like he's like an OBGYN one day. <laughs> You're like, not my baby, like a baby. I mean, someone else's baby. Maybe like a calf. It's <laughs> just out there with his hand up a cow. You want an animal first before a baby? Well, I, I want him to do an animal before a human baby. 
Um, I think the show that you're referring to is like Odd Jobs. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I wouldn't mind seeing Andy Cohen and all those all those voices. Yeah, he could. <laughs> it, it also could be him and Anderson Cooper. And like, mm. do you remember when Paris Hilton uh, and Nicole Richie like? The oh, sweet like life? Simple life or the s- simple life? That's what it was. Yeah. Um, and they went around and they were on people's farms and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's the show for them. I I think that it would be hella entertaining to watch both of them kind of get through it as gay men. Also. Yeah, because I don't want either of them to quit their jobs, so I still want Anderson Cooper to be on CNN and we watch him like at a farm being like, breaking news! <laughs> <laughs> Andy Cohen is uh, is delivering a calf right now in <laughs> right. Milwaukee. Just I don't know milking why I some Milwaukee. cows. I, I mean, I really like this reunion. It's probably the most... Uh, stable out of all of the New Jersey reunions. Really? Yeah. I mean, this this is really tame, I think, for New Jersey. Hmm. Um, I, I did think all the women, for the most part, held themselves out really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like it was a very manicured version of all of them and I don't know if they were doing that maybe because their boss is right there interviewing them because wasn't he like isn't he like an executive producer like he has some he has a lot of say doesn't he yeah so I wonder if there was a part of that no you don't think so at least in this particular reunion no okay I think that Andy Cohen knows that the Real Housewives is no like is crazy maybe he didn't know then but I think that you know, crazy drives ratings. No, I I don't doubt that he had probably seen the whole show and knew what went on, but I'm thinking that they're sitting there and they're like, well, but we're in person now and I'm going to... Yeah. I want you to like me is probably what I'm kind of guessing they were. And it was the first. I mean, it was was really the first. I I just love all... I love the five. It's going to get hairier as season two goes on, but... um, before we transition out of season one and last thoughts on the reunion, what did we think? Um, I thought that uh, Danielle did a really good job setting herself up to try to look good for the second season. We'll okay. see how well that goes. But I think she, uh, she probably won some people back during this, mm-hmm. I-, I would imagine. Uh, who didn't like her at the end of the first season's finale. Mm-hmm. She was likable in this. Um, she told them like how lucky they all are for their families, and she owned up to things and said how much she didn't like watching herself and how she's trying to change and um, talked about her difficult past. And she was she calculated this very well, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Teresa was the adorable Teresa still. Um, and I, I thought, oh dear God, if all of them are coming back next year, what is it going to look like? I mean, are they? Is it going to be Danielle continuing to sabotage? Because I mean, how are we going to get these people in the same room? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think those are all valid questions. So my next question is um, uh, predictions for season two. Um. Well, I I think Jacqueline is a nice person, so I think she's still going to try to be her friend. But I think it's going to be challenging because Mm. she's very pregnant and she's going to have a new baby. And I feel like Danielle is going to be jealous of the time she gives that baby. Fair. I, I just see it as being like, well, my kids are at home. I make time for you. Yeah. And it's like, this is a new baby. I'm like literally my boobs out breastfeeding right now. But no, it's fine. (laughs) Continue to bitch. Yeah. Um, About Steve. Yeah. And then I I see Dina cautiously being polite to her. But I I feel like if I was her, at least, I would probably still keep a guard up or Dina. A a healthy distance, right? Like a friendly distance. Yeah. Um, And Caroline is just going to cut her the fuck out and be like, bitch, don't come near me. Probably. Do you think that Teresa and Joe are still going to be the same couple? Like the crazy couple? I hope so. I mean, they already have three little girls right now and they're that. So mm. what's one more, right? 
Yeah, true that. I mean, they're just so cute together in this season. I mean, they really are. They are. They seem really in love. They do. And, like, uh, I think of all the couples, they're the ones that I love watching interact the most. Mm. I believe also that, like, um, Albie and Caroline do have a real love relationship. And I don't really see Jacqueline and Chris enough to really comment on that. But um, it seems, you know... Because they've been together, I'm sure, t- ten times longer than Teresa and her husband. Oh, so, yeah, to me, they do seem like they love each other, but it seems like such a friendship. Yeah. Um, I think that because Caroline and Al have been together long, I think the relationship changes as the totally. couple grows and evolves. Yeah. It's um, not that steamy. It's It's more of a partnership. And granted, they probably do have a hot and heavy sex life. I'm not saying that, but... You know, I think as time evolves, maybe the relationship shifts and change to more of a companionship kind of partnership, you know. Yeah. Couple. Well, and also Caroline's a very different person than Teresa. Teresa talks about how they're very old school and like we'll have sex every day or something crazy yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see Caroline being like, are you fucking kidding me? I made you dinner tonight. I took care like, of the kids. I'm like, busy. <laughs> I'm tired. Okay. So personal note, I don't think I could do that sex every day i'm no because honestly just logistically speaking having enough time in the day oh my god there's i don't i can't i have responsibility <laughs> like i'm lucky if i get on my my spin bike and peloton for half an hour yeah like that to me is a, su- a su- successful day i can't say it Sex, 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 sex on the brain. No, but I'm serious. Uh, <laughs> like, honestly, yeah, yesterday I managed to do 45 minutes, and I thought I was Lance Armstrong. Man, good I job. I, I need to work out. I mean, it's my goal, my goal is like four times a week. I need to do this. We talked about this. God, I really need to do this. My biggest problem is I don't want to wake up in the morning. Well, when you the alarm I, goes off. <clears throat> no. Well, you and I, we had a pact. That we would wake up in the morning and I would text Sam. Yeah. You know how long that lasted? Not even a minute. It didn't, it didn't ever happen. It didn't even get off the table. Uh, oh. My boyfriend arrived home the next day and then, I, <laughs> and then I got a foster dog. Yeah. And then I think both of us just got busy. Yeah. And we were supposed to do it with a, another friend of ours. You know who you are. I told you that I would reference you. So if you got that text message, you know who you are. Hello, beautiful. Hello. We miss you. We do miss you. We haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, we should do something. We should call her. Yeah. Oh, let's go get a meat and cheese tray. Like you know right how, now? You know how much I love a good meat and cheese. <laughs> we should definitely cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is gold. This is absolute gold. Or at least cut out the place we... Oh yeah, I'll. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, some meat and cheese, some chocolate, some wine. I want some pork belly too. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. That all sounds great. I think so. I think we just really, we just. The reason we would never be successful at having sex every day is because food is such a priority. It's like I could go do that with you, or (laughs) we could go eat. We could go have a good meal somewhere. <laughs> Which I would rather do. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's just so tedious because I feel like I have to get in the mood and I have to, like, do a lot of stuff. Yeah. There's the uh, lead up. There's the during. There's the after. And, I mean, we're women, so we got to, like, mow the lawn. <laughs> you know what? When I was in high school, um, they had, like, a speaker come talk to us. I think it was somebody who was traveling all around. Mm-hmm. different high schools trying to get us to sign an abstinence pledge. Oh, gross. Um, but I remember them saying, boys are like microwaves. They get hot and ding right away. And girls are like crock pots. It takes a couple hours to cook. That's not true. No, but I think what they mean is like the turning on. Oh, right? sure. That's not true. No. <laughs> <laughs> and um, also, and I... Also, if, if, if you folks want to practice abstinence, that is wonderful. Like, yeah, more power to you. Marriage, yeah. you know, mazel tov. Some of us are not, uh, not like that. Do whatever feels right to you. And... Sam and I are supportive and regardless of whatever avenue, just as long as it's not self-harm. 
Absolutely. Or hurting others. Yeah. Um, I would, I promised that I wouldn't, um, give a, um, I promised my brother when I talked to him yesterday that I wouldn't tell an embarrassing story, but I'm going to, about when we go on. Because <laughs> I was at home. I live away. I, like, my parents live in a different city than I do. So I was at home, and I forgot my razor, and I was going to do some stuff with somebody. And so I borrowed his, but I never told him. <laughs> it's not the one that goes on his face, it's is it? It's the one that goes on his face. <laughs> I told him, I think, like, years later, and he was like, what? I used that for at least a couple weeks after you came home, and I was like, oh, well, sorry. I'm so sorry. Well, as Patty knows, um, I, I won't say one way or the other because it's not a political show, but I was getting something waxed pretty intimate, <laughs> and um, somehow, because the election is coming up, folks, so go vote, um, but we went political. We did it. Don't know how we got there, but we did it. And we were so opposite. Mm. And I can't tell you how many people, when I kept telling this story, they were like, so get, let me get this straight. You thought the best time to fight politics with somebody and, and openly disagree, not even just lie and be like, oh, yeah, I think the same, was when somebody has that much power over you. Like, they're all up in you. And I was like, yeah, you know what? It was a uh... Sam. Okay, so Sam called me about it and told me about it. The only thought that I had was she has access to your beaver with something scolding hot, and you decided that it would be a good time to debate politics. I thought during an election year. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I thought well, I can either um, avoid this, sit silently, which would piss me off. Or I could um, piss both of us off and see how things go for me. And um, I'm not saying it was the right choice, but I did it. <laughs> you know, I think that just goes to show how, how um, strong you are in your conviction. Thanks. Because most Thanks, people would have changed the subject. The subject matter of which we were discussing was so shocking. Fair. I could not. I could not move on from what she had just told me. Fair, fair. It was, it was, what she said was shocking. Let's not go too inside baseball for folks. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we are putting out episodes every two weeks. That's every two weeks. So please remember to subscribe, comment, rate, and review, and we will talk to you next time. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye.